Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi Line VSIN, the sports betting network presented by BetMGM. Our, I guess you would say our start ski and hutch here at VSIN would be Michael Lombardi and Ken, the engineer. And I, I just wanted to give Ken a shout out because he came up to the studio. I think he's on a meeting, but he came to the studio. I haven't seen Ken in months. It's great to see him. And that's your boy. Ken is, he's, yeah, no. and by he's, the way, he's, he's working. responsible for all this in he, here. He did it all. Hung look pictures, how great did it everything. He, he, yeah. he, he's the glue that holds this company together. And no he, doubt. he is right now for, and he does this often. I think sometimes he does this to be a victim, but he told me he's on four days, four hours of sleep. What are you doing with your life, Ken? He works too much. <laughs> He's got to shut it down. You need to lecture him, Michael Lombardi. And his partner, Dez, is doing the same thing. They're amazing. I mean, they, they make this whole yes. operation go, the two of them. It's really Ken remarkable. And Dez, we appreciate you both very much. If it's not said enough, we just say it ten times right now. Um, okay, so <laughs> there he goes. Get some sleep, bro. Seriously, you're going to kill yourself. Um, this Jim Harbaugh thing is getting interesting. Uh, friends from Michigan are texting me that he's gone. They're, now, they're – you know, they're, they're fatalists, but the, the Harbaugh to the Bears rumors are heating up. Are you hearing anything about that? No, I, I mean, not the Bears. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they should be in play. I mean, any team should be in play. I mean, the Jim was four years in the NFL. He had one in a season where he went eight and eight. He's got a 65% winning percentage in the NFL, went to a Super Bowl, went to playoff games, only one year didn't. Did a really good job, uh, but he ran into that 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 constant conflict that happens in the NFL between personnel and coaching and who's in control and what we're doing. And he went to college, and you know, and even though he hasn't had the ultimate success of winning a national championship, he's gotten to the Final Four. He finally beat Ohio State. Has a wonderful record there at Michigan. So, done a great job. I mean, look, I think it's going to take the right job where he can pretty much control his own course of, of action. And, you know, and any coach, I mean, you know, any coach should listen. doesn't mean you're going to take the job, but you should listen. And you should hear what somebody's willing to say. I don't think the Raiders, in my conversations with people around the league, I don't think the Raiders have done anything to start their search. I really don't. I, think, <laughs> Just, I, think, well, I mean, what are, what are they waiting for? I mean, they're so backwards. I think Mark Davis is paying respect to the coaches and the players currently. And when they're eliminated, I think then he'll go on okay. with that. Okay. I think that's what he's doing. I do think there's some teams that are doing due diligence. There's one team that, you know, that is – there's some teams that have hired search firms that I've heard about that, that you wouldn't suspect their coach is going to get fired. But they might have been hiring these search firms to replace the GM. So it's hard to tell here, right? It's hard to tell. 
Uh, however, that being said, you know, I, I think any, any team that is looking in the market for a head coach should consider Jim and give them some credibility, some stability, give them, but he's going to want long-term contract. He's going to, he's going to have a list like most coaches are going to have to leave a great situation to come in here. Now, would Ryan Day leave Ohio State? I, I, I don't think so. I mean, Ryan Day's probably going to hire the offensive coordinator at UCLA and bring him back. I mean, Chip Kelly's staff is getting splintered left and right out at UCLA, and, I, and his buyout on the 16th goes away. Does that mean he's losing his job? I don't know. I think this month is going to have a lot of moving parts to it. Almost a 70% winning percentage for Harbaugh in the NFL, as you mentioned yeah. the other day, 49-22. and 22. He's great. Um, I'll get off the coaching, and then we'll get into a coach that's going to be gone in Nagy hosting Minnesota. Quickly on this, I just saw you tweet about it. What did Dean Pease say? He is, of course, the defensive coordinator, longtime defensive coordinator. He just basically said all the things that I, I've often said quite on, quite on uh, on this show is that young coaches just think they're entitled, you know. And then he went into you know about entitlement with coaches, about how you know how he had to work for a long time to, before he got a job, and that experience matters, Patrick. This is why I'm such a believer in Don Martindale as a head coach. I think he's got great experience. He's been around some really good coaches, and I think he understands how to build a culture and how to build a program with experience. A lot of, like you take Joe Brady. I mean, Joe Brady was a hot name, but Joe Brady's lack of true experience, I think, hurt Matt Rule in that whole Carolina process. It sounded great, and you can blame Matt Rule now, but it wasn't really quite what it needed to be. Experience matters, but nobody wants to do the experience. You know, you call, I, I've said this for five years now, you, you, you call three first downs in a row in a game, you're going to be a head coach. I mean, they're ready to give Kellen Moore a head coaching job. You know, Romo's on TV promoting that he should be a head coach. You know, it's like like there was a time when you, Bill Belichick couldn't get an interview to become a head coach. He couldn't even get a sniff, and he had won two Super Bowls. I mean, there was a there was a level of of steps that you had to take. And I don't I'm not trying to sound like the old school grumpy old man. I'm not Walter Matthau here. But the the reality of it is is I think the experience matters. And when you get into situations. You need it. Okay, you say, well, Vic Fangio has experience. He didn't work out. Well, I, I think Vic Fangio probably didn't work out for some other reasons. Not that he was a great head coach, but the fact that they stuck up with Drew Locke, they never gave him a quarterback, and he couldn't pick his offensive coach. I think those are, those are more factors. And I think you need to really analyze some of these situations that go on. First off, Fangio would have worked out if somehow Rodgers would have ended up on that roster. It's just oh it's my something. God. I mean, it's it's not even a question. And then Deshaun Watson or Russell yeah. or anybody. I mean, if they would have drafted Justin, see, here's where I think people miss the point completely. And and I, and I don't know if Justin Fields is going to be great, but what Justin Fields would have done for Vic would give him a future. Instead, Vic did what Vic wants to do is pick another corner. Like, yo, Vic, this corner might not be – he's not going to help us win more games. He's a great player. But if we get the quarterback in here, somebody we can rely on, you know, but once again, that the politics in that building where even though Elway claims he's not working it, I mean, he, he attached himself to Drew Locke. He hasn't fixed the quarterback position other than fortunate to get Peyton Manning. <laughs> He tried. He thought he was going to fix it with old Paxton Lynch, and Paxton's not in the league anymore. Remember? Or Brock Osweiler, the heist. The heist. You know, it's also they're trying to find a facsimile of somebody like a McVay. Sometimes they're just anomalies. McVay's a special coach. If you started right now and eliminated Bill Belichick, McVay might be the number one draft choice as far as coaches. Like he's had so much success there, Michael. 
no doubt he's been really good, you know, and, and, you know, and, 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 and I think a lot of that is, you know, we, we had uh, Lorenzo Alexander on the show on Wednesday, and he, he made the comment that when he was a player in Washington, he knew right away that Shanahan and McVay were going to be head coaches. Right. You can see it easily. You can see it quickly. And he was grinding, and he, he got experience in his 20s, my goodness, working for Mike Shanahan, who is, right. as you know, very well-respected. Okay, I just wanted to ask you about that. Um, so let's get to Minnesota. This number seems to be dropping a little bit, which is surprising to me. Uh, COVID has struck as far as the Bears. Let me just pull up my number here. Uh, Fields is out, so undecided right. at quarterback right now. But Minnesota's I, length, I, I, five and a half. Right, and not to derail from this, we'll right, right away back. But yeah, please. Golf is now going to be the starter in Detroit. Golf is the starter uh, is that, on my board. I did board. not see that. Okay, good. Good yeah. to hear. So that line could easily – right now it's circa at three. What do we have it at, Steven? I think there's a lot of three – there's a, some three and a half, so I think it'll probably drop to yep. two and a half. You Just know? seeing the reports come in, you're right, likely, likely to play for Jared Goff. So Yeah, so – and I just, in spite of what we talked about earlier, I really think that Green Bay's not going to play their guys. This line, if they were going to play their guys, this line would still be, even with Goff playing, would be 11 or 12. Since Chicago, it's either going to be Foles or Dalton, right? Now, Foles won the game up in Seattle. They were behind 24 to 14. He brought him back on a two, you know, got the two-point play. I didn't think he played particularly well. He didn't handle the pass rush really got to him. They were, they kind of beat him, but he made enough plays in the fourth quarter to, to beat Seattle and give them another home loss. So, but I think this is a game that Mike Zimmer and wants to win. I think Mike Zimmer wants to play well. I think Mike Zimmer will, will do everything to win this game. Even though the last time they played, Kirk Cousins was a disaster against a backup secondary you look at that game and you say, how did they win that game? Right? How did they win that game? Remember that game on Monday yeah. night? Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, how did they win that game? And, and yet they were able to win. Not only did they win, they covered. You know, they won and covered. Mm -hmm. it, it, and, you know, they won 17-9 and, and they had 193. I mean, Kirk Cousins threw for 61 yards. Now, Dalvin Cook's going to play. And the last time they played, I mean, three, the, the, the Bears had 370 yards of offense against them. Now they turned it over. They 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 turned it over, you know, quite a bit. But you know, I mean, you know, I think the Bears had three turnovers in that game. So, look, I I I have a hard time thinking the Bears. But five and a half is a lot of points in this kind of game, especially considering when you look at what the Bears did the last time they played them. You know, they were able to move the ball up and down the field. They just turned it over, had red zone mishaps, and and they couldn't do anything. And and you know, just and that was a Justin Fields game. Yes, it was. Justin Fields played in that game. The fascinating thing here is which one of the presumed lame ducks, whether it's Nagy or Zimmer, rallies the truth. I mean, it's I hate to sound so juvenile about it, but that's really what it comes down to. Who wants to yeah. play for who? Chicago, Minnesota. They really do, if we're being honest, they have lame duck head coaches going into this matchup. No doubt, they do. And, and you know, my, as Mike Zimmer said, look, you know, I, 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 I can hold my head up high, and I think he can. I think he can. I think he can hold his head up high. It wasn't quite good enough. Do you think Mike would get another job? Look, there's a lot of worse coaches in the National Football League than Mike Zimmer. I can tell you that. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, the breaking news is Tyler Huntley will be starting for yeah. Baltimore. Shocking. I, That's surprising. I know that shocks you. I couldn't believe it. That's it's caught me completely out of left field. <laughs> Just the 
be clear for those just joining, Michael has been saying this for about six weeks when we ask every single week, <laughs> is Lamar Jackson going to play? And Baltimore is laying four. The number's all over. I got a three and a half at Circa. I got a five at another book. So Baltimore lane at Pittsburgh in town. Both teams technically alive, but they need a hell of a lot of help to get into the postseason. Okay, when we come back, we've got the national championship, but we eschewed Stephen Bond, uh, the big game here at Allegiant Stadium. Are they going to play for a tie? Yeah, I said it. We'll discuss next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, VSEN has a new offer. It's a great offer to help you make this year 2022 the best betting year ever. So now through April 5th, we've got our big game, big dance. You can do the math. Football, college hoops, college hoops betting guide big game betting guide that's the you know what it is daily best bet emails 24 7 it's all for 69 bucks so this is a pretty incredible special you got to go to vcin.com slash big deal vcin.com slash big deal if you want everything that has to do with the nfl and everything that has to do with college hoops through the tournament go to vcin.com slash big deal now for those of you that love what generally comes up here on fridays in this segment, I can't go for that. A little Philadelphia soul, no can do. Well, the reason we're not doing it is because Michael took a look at the board. And he said, no can do on every game. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't. I got to I gotta prepare for Russo today. And you got to get three I'm, picks. I have a... T- I have a two-game lead on Russo going into the week th- week 18 to close it out. So I just all I need to do is you know have he was three and zero last Wait, week. Wait, what so happened? You were up like 12 games. I know, but I've like last few weeks. I've, last week I was one one and one. The week before I was zero and three. I haven't finished as strong. I'm kind of like a little bit like the Carolina Panthers. I'm not finishing well here. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I need to figure out three games and and. You know, I'm just going back and forth on these all the time. I just don't, 
you know, I don't have a really good feel for the board because I, I think there's a huge chunk of information. And then Wes comes on and gives me these, you know, teams that have nothing to play for 64%, okay? Because it would be, like, for me, like, it's easy. Just take Tennessee and lay the 10. They're going to cover that. No easy. But I, I know what Wes and everybody here, Will Hill, everybody's saying is these, these dogs will cover this weekend. Yeah, that was – it was interesting when he said it because, remember, I gave you the stat earlier – I said the favorites cover 38%, the dogs cover, and, and you do the math 62, 63%. So it was said the opposite, but it's exactly right. I mean, when a team is in desperate mode to get into the postseason and he's taken on a team that has nothing to play for, they're covering about 38% of the time. So that, to yeah, Michael's so point. I, I think my focus is going to shift to games that, that both teams have something to play for. I'll give you that, one. That at least, okay. You just tell me what you think. New, New England's still technically in the mix to win that division, and they're down in Miami where they're laying six. Do you feel comfortable laying it with with New England? No, I don't at all. Okay. In fact, I would take Miami in the. I think I think that would be something I would be interested okay. in because six and I, a I half. New England has, is it, well. I had it at six this morning when I to, right before the show. I sent the lines to. Yeah, there's some six and a halfs out there. It's six. I sent six to uh, Eddie. Uh, his, uh, yeah, but Russo's I want you producer. to get six and a half if you're taking the dog. Let's just be clear. <laughs> well, you know what? That'll come back to haunt us. But I, 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 that would be a game I would consider. I consider New Orleans, Atlanta. I would consider San Francisco Rams. I'm scared to death of the Chargers, and I'm scared of the Raiders. You know, I really am. I, I don't want to. I don't like either team. Washington, the Giants, I just happen to – I mean, how do you not bet against Fromm? Right. I mean, how do you not bet against Fromm? And so, you know that, – And that's, Judge. That's my th- – They've and, showed well, no – They've shown no reason – They've shown no will to fight for that dude. Seriously. You know, like and, – And Tampa, if I know Brady's going to play the whole game, maybe, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty good. But, I, I mean – you're, now you're betting on you're betting on Tom you're betting on Bruce Arians telling you the truth. But looking at the splits, okay. So now this week it's interesting. The ticket count is really low this week, really low. If you look at all the ticket counts on Friday, they're they're usually much higher. Ninety nine percent of the money is in on Tampa. Ninety nine percent of the money is in on Buffalo. Ninety eight percent of the money's on Seattle, right? Ninety eight percent of the money's on Washington. Ninety-eight percent of the money is on Indianapolis. Ninety-five percent of the money is on Minnesota. Ninety percent is on Tennessee. Eighty-six is on New England. Eighty-five on Detroit. That's just—I just gave you eight games there, and that—that—that that, that inadequacy in terms of money on Friday means that you know there's a lot of that, that those some of those teams are going to cover. There's no doubt. So the book's not going to lose all those. And, and the information Michael just gave you about betting splits, you can find those splits over at VEASAN.com. So let me, I'll, I'll pose it to you this way to get you ready for Russo. If you are up and you have to pick Chargers or Raiders here in town, now equal motivation, you know the little weird thing where they can tie basically victory formation their way into the postseason if the Colts were to be upset by the Jags. Let's not pretend that's going to happen. So the, the Chargers at the Raiders, it's three with the Chargers. I'm forcing you to make a play on Russo. Who are you going with here? I would take the Chargers and lay the three. I would take. The, I think they're the better team. I think they'll do more offensively. I think they will pressure. They will pressure uh, Carr. I think Carr will make some mistakes in this game. 
And I do think that, you know, that they'll be the better team on that day. Now, Waller coming back worries me a little bit. If he does, in fact, come back, I believe he will. But I would take the, I would take the Chargers. I think they're the better team. It's, we talked about it yesterday, the irony of the Chargers. They play in L.A., but those traveling from L.A. to Allegiant Stadium here in Vegas will be Raiders fans. I mean, it's just it's wild how this is going to play. First off, L.A. is a Raiders town, as you know. Yep. Even old school Rams, but a Raiders town for a generation uh, now. And the Chargers, this is going to be Sunday. It's going to be a great atmosphere, but I think it's going to be more Chargers coming up from San Diego and L.A. And we, it'll be interesting to see how, this, how it's split there at Allegiant Stadium. Waller coming back is huge, though, as you mentioned. Yeah, no, no doubt. Waller coming back is huge for Carr. Gives them another option. And, you know, and, but Waller was on the field in week four when the Chargers dominated this game. Mm-hmm. They, and, and so was Gruden and so was Ruggs. I mean, the, the, this, the Raiders season at week four was magical. There was no hotter team. They won two overtime games. They, they went back and, and won a road game, I think, in Pittsburgh. And, you know, they, they did really well. And so the Chargers just blocked them. But the Chargers since then, Patrick, have not been good defensively. But then there's moments. I mean, they beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. Something the Chiefs couldn't do. They, you know, they they turned the ball over. So I, I just think to me this is their moment, and I think I'm going to go with the quarterback that can make the most plays, and I think that's Herbert. It's wild when you look at the Chargers, and Steven's got a bunch of good stats here. But it's one thing you take a look at: they're 23rd in total defense. He was essentially brought there to to perk up that unit, and that hasn't happened. No, they, 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 and I've documented it, and I said it last week. They've gotten worse on defense. I mean, they're the 32nd. Here's what bothers you about them. They're 22nd and 26th in points allowed. 26th in points allowed. You know, the last time they held an opponent to under, tw- 13, under 20 points was last week against Denver with the great Drew Locke. You'd have to go all the way back to week four when they played the Raiders to hold it. I mean, these these teams score. Everybody scores on them. They're thirty second and they're thirty second in third down defense. They're twenty fifth in red zone. These are all situations that the coordinator can control. The coordinator can control these, and yet he's not been able to. So I I, I have a hard time with it. I mean, they're wonderful on offense, but you know when they don't you know they don't really run the ball with great authority. They're 14th in yards per average. They're 27th in yards per average allowed. They're 30th in yards. I mean, this is a recipe for the Raiders to really win because if they can run the football and control it and do what most teams do against the Chargers, which is make them play 34 minutes of defense while their offense is only on the field for 26, it hurts them. Are you expecting fireworks? A total of 49 and a half or 50. I'll give you a backup here as far as why maybe you should. The over is 13 and 6 in the Chargers last 19 on the road. And the over is 11, 2 and 1 in the Raiders last 14 as a home dog. So anyway, I'm just wondering. I like the over. Yeah, I, I like the I over. I think there's going to be some I, I like here. the over. I think, I think the Raiders, I think both teams are going to move the football really well. Well, you know, I think both teams will move it, you know, and look, when you give up 41 points to Houston, and I know you had a lot of guys out with COVID, but, you know, that, but look, that, you know, go back to that Chief game. Go back to that Chief game. If he just kicks field goals in that game, they beat the Chiefs. So this is a team that's kind of got some Jekyll and Hyde in it. 
Which way did you say that? I just want to, you say the number went with Huntley, which down to four. Okay, so we now have adjusted down to Baltimore open seven. We're down to four with Pittsburgh in yeah. town. But again, and and we'll, we have plenty to do on the Chargers. How about that? And Raiders Baltimore has, this weekend. Baltimore's but. His team is completely bad. Pittsburgh's playing for a playoff, and yet they're walking in there, and you get more than a, you get more than a field goal. Here's and Pittsburgh beat them before. I, you're, it's just yeah. really, it's kind of a, it's, it's really how bad Ben is. I, I hate to say it, but it's really none of the, be, the the books in Vegas, which don't care about don't care about legacy and and few, they, they know what Ben is, and this is the number, and they and they know he's going to struggle. I mean, even when they win, they can't throw the football. The Steelers need to win. And they need the Colts to lose to get into the postseason. The Ravens need to beat the Steelers, and they need the Colts to lose, the Chargers to lose, and the Dolphins to lose. So they've got about a 3% implied probability of making the postseason the Ravens, and they'll be starting Tyler Huntley. Okay, there it is. And we'll, we've got plenty to do this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. You still haven't helped me on Russo yet. Like, I, I got Well, I think you kind here. of noodled a little bit. I think you like Miami catching the six and a half. I do. Uh, that, 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 don't tell He'll Dom, probably take that first. Don't tell He'll Dominic. That first. Oh, I'm not telling Dominic that. No chance. <laughs> Josh is no next here at Lombardi Line. <laughs> Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, betting splits. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Michael was just giving you the numbers as far as who's betting who, where their money's going. You can find all the information over at vsin.com with our betting splits. Data is available for money line over under and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you smarter, more sophisticated, better. Go to vston.com. Michael Lombardi, I got a couple. Of, well, I'm going to save them for the next segment. I got a couple of games I'll throw at you for the Russo segment. Now, but quick question. Where did you go on your honeymoon, Michael Lombardi? You know, I was working for the 49ers at the time. So I, I you know, had to come with back. San Francisco. The, <laughs> with the San Francisco 49ers. So I, I had to come back east. I was living there. So we really didn't get a honeymoon because the time that we needed to prepare for the wedding was kind of dedicated i was supposed to go to block island for a couple days but we never did that and so but uh, trust me i think millie's gotten made up for the oh, lack yeah. of honeymoon over the years yeah. she's yeah. honeymooning in carolina yeah, right now I as we speak. yeah, yeah exactly well, yeah i mean don't worry i got it i got it covered, <laughs> got yeah. it covered. josh applebaum Boy. joins market insights beeson.com slash podcast i ask because i keep on looking up at hawaii there with the pga tour josh, are you and elise going anywhere when, once you get hitched here josh Oh, who knows, Patrick? By the way, we we're supposed to get married uh, July 30th this year. We pushed it back to July 30th of 2023 with COVID and all these issues and everything. So who knows? I may have to bring us all. Let's go to New York City, guys. We can bet on sports legally starting tomorrow. Yeah, that's the big that's news. Awesome. So tw- what? 20 plus million people in the state of New in the state of New York, and mobilized betting is underway there, Josh. Yeah, this is huge, guys. And again, we always get excited when a new state legalizes. It can be a small state, a big state, but this is a huge one here with New York. And you got to give them a lot of props because, you know, kind of tracking this stuff, they were hoping that by the Super Bowl it would be live. And it was kind of a question of whether or not they'd get it in in time. But they did all their work. You know, they did all the, uh, you know, all the back technical kind of stuff you had to do, the legalities and everything. And they're ready to go starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So you're going to start with uh, four operators to begin with, including DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, Caesars, and Rush Interactive. There's going to be more 
more down the line. But this is massive, guys. You know, th- basically with this happening, and Michael, I'm excited to see, and maybe we'll talk to TG. Uh, how does this affect New Jersey? New Jersey has become, you know, kind of the betting capital of the United States. Their handle has overtaken Nevada. With New York coming into the picture here, more people, uh, tons of rabid fans, obviously a lot of pro and college teams that everyone gets excited about. Will that kind of take away from New, uh, from Jersey? All the people who would live in New York go over the border, place their bets, and go back to, to New York City, how will that affect Jersey? But either way, guys, this is huge. One of the biggest states in the country, the biggest one yet to go legal here, huge for mobile betting, big for legalization in America. No doubt it's huge. I, and I, you know, obviously, I, I don't know. I mean, because most of the people that live in New Jersey are still, you know, we're betting and they're still going to do that. New York, they weren't actually driving over to Jersey. Now, maybe some were coming down to the Borgata and other places to make their bets, but I'm sure Jersey's going to be just as strong as ever because there's so many people that live back here in this area, especially in North Jersey where a lot of the action's taking place. All kidding aside, that news today is great for VSIN because, no doubt. I mean, New York getting mobile is like it's just going to explode the industry continues to explode day by day it's 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 incrementally going i mean it's but just this is huge this is huge news when's it coming to massachusetts there josh oh who knows patrick i've been waiting and waiting and waiting you know that gif uh of like the skeleton sitting on the bench that's me in massachusetts waiting for (laughs) uh for massachusetts betting here but hopefully this is this is coming soon because i think the influence of new york to me, it's a game changer because all these other states uh, only have more and more motivation to to legalize. Because again, Massachusetts is now going to be surrounded by pretty much every legal state. You just saw Connecticut, you know, New Hampshire, Rhode Island have been there for a while. Now you're going to get New York. So I would just recommend if you're going to sign up tomorrow morning, take advantage of these promotions. Like if they're going to give you a little odds boost or a sign up bonus to sign up. Again, you're going to want to have multiple accounts at different books. That way you can shop for the best line. But don't just jump in and just sign up blindly. Take advantage of these offers because there's going to be a rush to get as many business, uh, as many people in as possible. So may- maybe different books have better promos. Make sure you know that going into it tomorrow. Um, Sophie's choice. If you, had a ch- if you had the choice of getting married this July or legalized sports betting in Massachusetts. Don't answer it. Don't answer it. I'm just playing. I'm just, way, I'm yeah. just playing. Don't answer it. Now, one thing you can answer is Michael's trying to get three picks for this weekend and for today. You had in your notes that you wanted to talk about the Pats who are laying either six or six and a half at Miami. Yeah, so I think one way to approach this is kind of looking at games where they're meaningful, looking at games where one team is out of it. Now, I think in this situation, obviously, Dolphins have been eliminated. Patriots still have something to play for. Uh, But Dolphins, you know, it's always a tough time for the Patriots going down to Miami. Michael knows this, whether it's the Heat, the divisional matchup, Flores having inside intel here. But New England is getting a really uh, big bet first dollar discrepancy, guys. At BetMGM, they're getting 55% of bets. Maybe betters are wary of laying this big number and going down to Miami where they always have trouble. But the Patriots are getting 86% of dollars. That's a really big low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy here. Again, Patriots open. Lookhead was only New England, you know, laying two and a half, laying three, kind of a low number. Now we're all the way up to, uh, you know, laying six, six and a half. To me, Michael, I'd be looking at a teaser play here. I think the, the Patriots have something to prove after that week one uh, teasers, loss. He, he can't, yeah, he can't, I, I can't do teasers. Do teasers. We're, you know, we're trying to get a straight uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can't do teasers. I mean, look, you know, I mean, so it's either I got to bite the bullet and do the six or I don't. You know, I think that, that I got to look at the board and make three calls, assuming that I get the three that I want because he goes first. But to your point, you would take it down to a half a point, I'm guessing there, Josh. 
Yeah, I'd take it down to a half a point. I mean, Michael, I'll throw this one at you. A, a team that I've been looking at all week, and you just saw a lot of money come in here, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a game we talked about earlier. But you saw a big move back toward Pittsburgh here. Obviously, a game meaningful for both teams. So you don't have to worry about differing motivations here. But I was looking yesterday. Baltimore was laying, I think, like five and a half, six, something like that. They're all the way down to four and a half, uh, four. I see a three and a half out there. Late money is really breaking Pittsburgh's way. You do have this stuff with Tomlin as a dog. Uh, short road dog, six or less have done well. Michael, any intel on, on why that's line, that line is going back to Pittsburgh? Is it just no uh, Lamar and it's I Huntley it was, or what's up there? Uh, I, I think it was the uncertainty of Huntley and, and it kind of lingered around because I, don't, I didn't understand why it was at five and a half for that long. And, you know, and, and certainly Ben coming off a short week, I think that's got to be problematic. I mean, you know, I know T.J. Watts had this spectacular year, but this defense hasn't been able to stop anybody's running game other than what Cleveland did with Baker Mayfield. But let's face it, Huntley plays better than Baker Mayfield. I know we're not allowed to say that, but it's true. And so I, I think the number has moved because there's now definite everybody knows Lamar's not, out, not playing. Next one. This is when I was going to throw at you next segment. I'll do it now, Michael. Arizona, they're going to be playing at the same time as the Rams, so motivation yeah. is sky high. Here comes Seattle. It's six and a half. I'll get Josh's take, then kick it over to Michael. It's six and a half with Arizona Lane at hosting, er, hosting Seattle. Pardon me. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, so I already screwed this up. This was a teaser play for me with the Cardinals, but if Michael can't use that one, I still would be interested maybe in laying the points. I know this is kind of a no-no because, you know, we have all these great stats with Russell Wilson as a dog and a road, a road division dog, a lot of stuff that would match up on the Seahawks. But, guys, you have a really good discrepancy, again, with Arizona here. At BetMGM, only 42% of bets are on the Cardinals. I think public bettors just say, yeah, Seattle's terrible, but Russell Wilson getting 6.5, you got to take that. Even though it's only 42% of bets on the Cardinals, it's 69% of the money. So another low bets, higher dollar split here. You know, this, this line did, you know, open around five-ish. It's up to six and a half now. Uh, Michael, is this a number where, depending on, you know, the factors at play, you'd be willing to lay the points here, or is this a no play for you? Well, I, I think it's uh, – I wouldn't be willing to lay the points. I, I think it's got a lot of value. I think Seattle will play really well. My concern here is, is look, you, you're on BetMGM's board, and that split – our split here on this board is – 96% of the money's all not on Seattle and the line's not moving. 98% of the money, 57%, 98% of the money and 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 it's really now it's going up to it's six and a half and it stayed six and a half. I think it's kind of a line freeze on the books that I'm looking at on my board. So, you know, I, I don't think they want to give you that seven, even though they they won't come down off of it, even though everybody's betting Seattle. Hey, quickly, boys, it looks like JJ Watt could be back for the postseason. This is a funny tweet from a guy named Ari. This would be the second time in J.J. Watt's career that he suffered a second season-ending injury only for him to return for the postseason. Happened back in 19. That is so J.J. Watt. I'm done for the year. No, I'm not. I'm but, but remember when he came back, though, Patrick, remember when he came back, he played in that Kansas City game in, in, with Bill, when they got the big lead and, you know, and Bill O'Brien kicked the field goal and Will Hill went lost his mind and, you know, and all that. But, you know, the, 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 that game, he wasn't even close to, you know, like they come back, but they're not really ready to play. You know, and I think that's the concern, Is he, especially when you have an arm injury where you haven't been able to lift and you require power to use it. Fair enough. Ari Mayroth. Is that how I say it? Yeah. Steve? Okay, Mayroth. He, he works me. his tail off. That guy gets a lot of scoop in there. He's working Good it. Good job by Ari. Um, Josh, we just have about a minute. Anything else on the way out for today? Yeah, I just think an interesting prop bet, you know, 
thinking about still this Pittsburgh and Ravens game. Uh, JJ, uh, TJ Watt, JJ, JJ Watt's little brother here, he could break the record, Strahan's record for sacks. Strahan, 22.5. Watt right now is at 21.5. He needs 1.5 here to break it. He's plus 180 to break that record at BetMGM. So if you think you know he can get to the quarterback here, get to Huntley, get a sack and a half, there's an opportunity there to break that record. Michael, what do you think matchup-wise and motivation-wise, plus 180, is that a worthwhile bet? Oh, I think he's going to break the record. I mean, the tackles for the Ravens haven't been very good, and, and Huntley's a guy he can catch. I think for sure he's going to break that record. Yeah, and the Watts, they like that type of stuff. He'll, he's he's incredible. Watching T.J. Watt, he's he really is. What was he drafted, 30th overall, Michael? He's been incredible. Yeah. Um, okay, thanks, Josh. Market Insights later with Pritch on Betting Across America. Have a good day. Thanks, guys. We come back. We're going to find those three plays for Michael next here at Lombardi Line. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's a special college offer. Bet MGM National Championship game coming up on Monday. Simply place a $10 money line wager on the game. If either Georgia or Alabama scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 paid for in free bets, but you have to use the bonus code VSEN200, VSIN200. Visit betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app. It's a great deal. It really is. BetMGM got got you covered. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. Michael Lombard. I, I'll I'll throw a game at you because okay. it, it's it's interesting. It's not that you've done a complete about face on Jared Goff, but you've become respectful of Jared Goff. And now that he's in, you are going to catch three, three and a half. We could, we could fudge the number a little bit with Eddie and say you're catching three and a half. But how about Detroit catching the three and a half at home hosting Green yeah, Bay? I, I, I think that's a good play. I really do because I, I, I do think that number is going to go down because I do think, you know, that Rodgers isn't going to play. I do think he's not going to play. And I think Detroit will play for everything. I mean, Green Bay has nothing to play for. I know, I know he doesn't, but I think it's going to be a preseason game for Detroit. 
So I, I think that's a real attractive play. Detroit at a preseason game and you're getting three points at home. I think that's an attractive play. And look, you know, Detroit's not going to get the first pick in the draft, uh, you know, and so really they have nothing to uh, that could affect them as of right now. So, you know, you would think that they would do that, right? I mean, you would think that they would uh, – let me just look Jacksonville would have to Jacksonville would have to beat the Colts. Right, like they, they're secure away from – Houston, the Jets, and the Giants have they're four, four wins. wins. so they're not in it. So he, they're, they're not going to catch them. And so they're not going to catch Jacksonville. So why not try to win this game? I think there is something to that Dan Campbell, like juice going into the off season as well. We're not going to win the one seed. It doesn't matter. We're going to be in that two. Excuse me. We're going to be drafting second. So, you know, you're going to get a good player. I mean, whether you, you know, you're going to get whether you get Thibodeau or whether you get Hutchinson, whoever it is, and we don't even know who half of them are yet. You know, so here's the point. I think you're going to be losing at the half if you take the Lions, but I think full game. I think you'll cover because I don't think Green Bay plays anybody in the second half. I think it'd be wild. I I just, to me, I'm going to go with the fact that we don't see Rodgers on our board. And why would you play Rodgers with a bad toe? Why would you play Rodgers with a bad? It makes no sense at all to me. And when that line came storming down. When that line came storming down, there was and, and this line it went down to three and a half. Westgate's at three and a half, Circus at three, and there's some places you, you know there's some fours out there. There's some three and a half offshore. DraftKings is at three and a half with no juice, but that's going to go down to three before too long. It's why it's why I said earlier, and I didn't want to be loose with the facts, but it's why I said I'd be shocked if I saw Jalen Hurts this weekend. Why? If you're using now, betters oftentimes you do have to project because you have to get in front of the number. But it's like, what, how does it behoove Philadelphia to play Jalen Hurts? They're locked in essentially at seven. The ankles banged up. Give him a week off. Yeah, that running and, and is so to valuable me, to them as well. His running. I don't think it hurts them by playing Minshew. I really don't. I think exactly. it kind of helps them, especially against Dallas. But da- who's playing for Dallas? That's my problem is, you know, they got so many COVID cases. I don't even know who's all playing for them. All right. They've got a bunch of guys missing the games I, there. I, I so that makes it one. challenging. I got okay. one for you. I got one for you. We got to fade Trey Lance. Jimmy ain't playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, again, this is. I like the Rams. That's it. I disagree with Wes. I, I think this is going to be a hard game for the Rams for the want to win the division. They, they control their destiny. If the Rams win, they're, 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 listen, they, they got to, they got to win this game. So I think fade Lance. I think Lance is going to play. I do too. I, I think even if Jimmy plays, he, it, it'll be like Tennessee where he doesn't have control of the football and he's overthrowing things. I think that's a concern. I agree. So, Okay, so here's the way I'll ask you, and this we can work this in Sunday as well. But is there is there one game at all of them that jumps out at you, or are you that baffled by this board this week? No, I I, I think the my I think the Miami line's too high. I think okay. six is too much. Six, I really you can do. have six and a half. Don't cheat yourself. Yeah, I mean I I think it's too much. I, I think that should be a four and a half point line. I really do. I think the Tampa line is, at, at, but then I just researched Tampa. They they're they're not playing it. They, Bruce Arians is putting Brady out there with nobody. Ronald Jones. I mean, none of their defensive linemen. I mean, they've got a lot of guys that are injured that aren't going to play. What's the what's the motivation for Brady playing? I have no idea. I it's have just no Bra- idea. It's, it's just Brady. <laughs> MVP no, I mean, Hunt. He's taking Week 17 off. He's taking Week 7. I mean. We've done that before. I think at 14, we, we Brady played like a little bit in the first half, and then we put 
put Brian Hoyer in the game after that. Yeah, I mean, that's typically what, what has happened. You play a little bit. Okay, get him out of there. Let's go. We'll rest him up. How about New Orleans and Atlanta where you I – think, I think I agree with I, your I, approach on Atlanta. What, what do they, they, they could lose seven or eight draft positions. I think Wes made a great point about Atlanta not playing great against good teams. I agree with that completely. But New Orleans' defense is pretty damn good. And, and Ryan took a beating last week up in Buffalo. I just don't see this being, you know, Atlanta offense or defense for that matter. Plus, Atlanta has a hard time defending the run. They have a hard time. And Kamara's healthy in this game. Now, I know Atlanta won down there, and I was on Atlanta. I, that was six and a half you know, in New Orleans. But, but Sean Payton has done a good job of winning in, in Atlanta. He, they have done a good job of winning in Atlanta. I mean, last year, last year, they, they, were, uh, last year they went into Atlanta and they won 21-16. You know, after, you know, Atlanta was there at the week before, it was like they played three weeks in a row, they beat Atlanta twice. They beat them 24-9 and 21-16. So I know Drew Brees was the quarterback. I know it's a different situation, but th- this is not a this is not a not you know these two teams. It's funny these two teams played in the old NFC West with San Francisco and the Rams. This has been a historical rivalry for some time since both these franchises came into play. I I I have a sense, and I could be completely wrong, but I'm going to go with the good head coaches this weekend. I'm going to go with the Sean McVeighs or the Sean Paytons or the Mike Vrabels. I'm going with that because I That's think fair. ultimately that'll be the difference in the, that. You've got to plan a direction. I'm going to go with the best coaches because I can't predict what some of these other coaches are going to do. I really can't. All right. Well, you just crushed my next one I was going to posit. Uh, Robert Salah and the, Jet, and, and, and the uh, Jets, who there's a little juice. They're not going to get the number one overall pick. Remember, they've right. got the number one pick from Seattle coming to them by way of Jamal Adams. They, there does seem to be a little juice with them right now. Uh, no Lawrence doubt. was, excuse me, um, you know, the kid, Wilson wasn't terrible uh, against Tampa he's Bay. Been really, I thought he's played better the last month of the season. Now, you know, he's going to go up there. It's going to be snow. 17-mile-an-hour wins west by west. I think the Jets are a good play. Braxton Barrios isn't going to play, apparently, in this game. But I have a hard time thinking that that 17, based on the weather, that this 16-and-a-half is, is the right number. I think if you played anybody, you play the Jets here. Because, look, uh, both teams, you could slip-slide away, fumble here, fumble there. It could be really bad. Did you you heard about the scenario with the tie, right? So the Raiders. Yeah, I've had heard of. And, and so how? The, I can't uh, even imagine that play. I can't. How does that even? I mean, you know, somebody will drop a punt. I mean, if even if you kneel down three times, I, I think the way that would work is if you know, is if you got a chance to tie the game with one second left, you kick the extra point as opposed to trying to go for two in the Brendan Staley methodology. You know, I, I think that's when it's going to come. It's not going to come into play as the game's going on. I just don't see that. Did you see who the Jags may be interested in as far as the head I saw coach? Billy O'Brien. Billy yeah, O'Brien. I, I'd, heard that. I'd heard that all through the – I mean, I don't think that's new news. I, I Look, to me, Billy O'Brien went through – Rick Smith in, in, in Houston, which was not a comfortable situation for him. And then he got all the authority, which wasn't a comfortable situation for him. And I can't imagine that Bill O'Brien would come back into the NFL in a role where he's working for Trent Balky. Now, Balky's pushing him. So maybe Balky knows more about it than I do. Maybe Balky feels like he and Billy have a great relationship. 
I don't know. I don't know those details that, that come into that. But I do think that that some of these guys who have been scorned by their past experiences are not going to want to duplicate another experience. The other thing I think that's interesting that I read today is Kellen Moore tonight, or to, well, tonight, today's Friday, right? They play Saturday. He's going to interview for the Jacksonville job via I, Zoom. I, I, don't get, I don't get the Kellen Moore thing. I, ge- I genuinely uh, don't. I mean, when you've won 27% of your games, I think the last thing you want to do is hire somebody who doesn't have very much experience. That's just me. I mean, you know, like, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. That's you know. and Dean Pease, by the way. You, you, you and Dean are on the yeah. same track there. Hey, one thing about Bill O'Brien, even without a quarterback, all he did was win in Houston. I mean, he just he, you know, it's funny how Bill O'Brien gets Houston. killed on he gets killed on Twitter, per- and it's really yeah. unfair. It's really unfair because he did win a lot of games in Houston. He had them going. And Brian Mallett good, and others. Was he a good general manager? No, 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 he wasn't. I'll be the first to tell you. But he was a good head coach. He won games. Now, he didn't win a lot of big games, but he won. You can't deny that. He let emotions get in the way because if he just yeah. didn't do that, he's a hell of a coach. I mean, what yep, he did no in doubt. a terrible spot in Penn State, and then he made the postseason pretty much every year in Houston. Totally agree with the Bill O'Brien take. All right, well, good luck today. you got to come up with three, and then we'll be back tomorrow morning, Mike. I'll see you then. Thanks, Patrick. Okay, Have odds a great on one. next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.